to an unbelievable amount of information. Information about anything and anyone. But some people's identity is hard to pin down. Using written and audiovisual sources, we've compiled the top 10 most intriguing stories about individuals throughout history whose identity was and remains a mystery. People without identity. 10. D.B. Cooper. November 24, 1971. While the United States prepares for Thanksgiving Day, a Boeing 727 from Portland to Seattle is boarded by 36 passengers, including an inconspicuous man listed on the passenger manifest as Dan Cooper, later renamed by overzealous journalist to D.B. Cooper. He seems polite, dignified, calm. Shortly after takeoff, the captain is informed by a stewardess that this man has a bomb in his suitcase and is threatening to use it unless he gets $200,000 in small bills and four parachutes. Although today it may seem unbelievable, Northwest Orient Airline and the FBI manage to make a deal and the hijacker is met at a remote landing strip and receives the sum he demanded. After the passengers are released, he gives the flight crew very specific instructions. Keep the plane under 10,000 feet with wing flaps at 15 degrees. Once the plane is airborne again, he uses one of the parachutes at the minimum flight speed limit and disappears without a trace. After landing, the aircraft is thoroughly searched and an investigation spanning several years commences. The only clue the police have at their disposal is an identical picture of Cooper, his fingerprints, and a tie with a clip. All $10,020 bills, photographed by the FBI before they were handed over to Cooper, are found in three bags in 1980 by the Columbia River. The FBI favors the theory that Cooper did not survive the drop, during which he tied the bags to his body. The body itself is nowhere to be found. The 30 years following this legendary hijacking, the FBI list of suspects runs into thousands. Uncle LD was very injured and um, heard them telling my father that they had hijacked an airplane. There are dozens of theories as to who D.B. Cooper really was and very little hard evidence to support any of them. What was his real name? Is he still alive? We'll probably never know. In 2016, the FBI closed the case as unresolved. Nine, Isdal Woman. Near the Norwegian town of Bergen, there's a rocky valley called Istalen, known also by some of the locals as the Valley of Death. During the Middle Ages, many people came here to voluntarily end their lives. The 
The body of the so-called Isdal woman was discovered on November the 29th, 1970, by a hiker and his two daughters. The body was badly burned, and as was later discovered, lacked anything that could have led to its identification. A woman's watch and jewelry, most likely belonging to the victim, were placed close by in a manner suggesting a ritual execution. The autopsy showed that the cause of death was an overdose by prescription drugs, which were also found close to the body, and carbon monoxide poisoning caused by smoke and fumes. A successful fingerprint retrieval led the investigators to two suitcases stored at the railway station in Bergen. An extensive investigation revealed that the woman traveled under eight different identities and spoke several languages fluently. Was she a spy whose cover had been blown or who simply had to be got rid of? To this day, it's not clear what this unknown woman was doing in such a remote part of Norway. Neither the Norwegian police nor Interpol have come up with a satisfactory answer. In spite of all this, the Norwegian police have now decided to reopen the case after almost half a century. Forensic science has evolved considerably, and the Haukeland Hospital archives still hold parts of the woman's jaw and internal organs. By comparing the DNA findings with the International DNA Database, it might be possible to find close relatives and thus determine the mysterious woman's true identity. Jack the Ripper. To this day, the identity of perhaps the most famous killer in the history of crime, Jack the Ripper, responsible for at least five deaths in the London neighborhood of Whitechapel in 1888, remains a mystery. Since there is no doubt that the killer must have possessed considerable strength, criminologists agree that the murderer was most likely male. Furthermore, all victims were seen in the company of an unknown man. Although forensic science in the 19th century was still in its infancy, an examination of the bodies led to the clear conclusion that all the murders were committed by the same man. Jack the Ripper was possibly the first serial killer in history who did not dispose of the dead bodies, but instead publicly exhibited them. Since all his victims were prostitutes, there was a clear sexual subtext to the murders. In those days, the police were only able to convict a person by catching them in the act, or based on witness testimonies or direct physical evidence. Fingerprint analysis was barely a concept, while DNA testing was yet to make its appearance even in science fiction. Nevertheless, during the investigation and in the following decades, various different names were linked to the gruesome murders. The most convincing of them at the top of the list was one James Maybrick, whose diary contained entries that seemed to have been written by a serial killer. The records show that he's very violent. The records show, for example, that he, uh, his mother goes to kiss him when she's leaving and he attempts to bite her face. Uh, he threatens to rip people apart and rip people open. And uh, generally, he, he, he would fit the bill of, of, of probably being homicidal. 
Should we consider Jack the Ripper's case resolved then? Hardly. In spite of the recent findings relating to the diary, it is still surrounded by too many unanswered questions. Seven. Agent 355. The American Revolution took place in the second half of the 18th century in the British colonies of North America. As a result, the United States declared their independence from Great Britain. Operating during this period was an agent known as Agent 355, an extremely capable woman whose identity remains an unresolved mystery to this day. In 1778, Benjamin Talmadge, the new intelligence chief of General George Washington, created a sophisticated spy network known as the Culper Ring. The network's confidentiality had to be maintained at the highest possible level. Not even General Washington himself wanted to know the names of its operatives. The ring's agents developed sophisticated tools, such as messages written in invisible ink, in order to gather and deliver information whilst avoiding detection. Agent 355 was most likely a member of this network, which was primarily based in Long Island, New York. She was almost certainly a regular presence in the circle of Major John Andre, who was, at the time, Britain's chief intelligence officer. One theory would have us believe that after revealing the hostile intentions of Major Andre to the colonists, the agent was captured and incarcerated on a British prison ship. However, the existing records fail to mention the imprisonment of any woman during this time on a British ship. In an effort to discover who had so fundamentally influenced the espionage war during the American Revolution, historians sifted through 14,000 names in the British archives, unearthing clues as to the true identity of Agent 355. One name that came up was Lydia Darra, a member of a loyalist family that supported the British position, who was also very close to the British administration and its representatives. This would make her an ideal candidate for the true identity of Agent 355. All of this is mere speculation. A good spy will leave behind little evidence, if any at all. So who really was Agent 355? Six. Tank Man. Events that took place on the 5th of June 1989 in the Chinese capital Beijing were soon broadcast around the whole world and to this day have remained a symbol of personal courage and the struggle for freedom. All over China, late May and early June saw a wave of widespread unauthorized demonstrations and growing calls for democratization. But resistance to the authoritarian government was violently suppressed by the military. The crisis came to a head on the 3rd and 4th of June, when tanks entered Tiananmen Square and hundreds, if not thousands, were left dead or wounded. 
Around noon the following day, June 5th, a tank convoy drives past the area where people died the previous day. Suddenly, a lone man holding two shopping bags steps in front of the tanks and refuses to move. The first tank tries to get around him, but the man always moves into the path of the iron monster. Afterwards, he even climbs onto the tank and tries to talk to the tank crew. In the end, he gives up, climbs off the tank, and is dragged away by three men, out of view of the cameras. Who was this protester, whose courage surprised even the tank commander? The man, who's never been officially identified, most likely ended up in a Chinese prison. In 2004, a journalist from the Los Angeles Times tried to contact a British source who claimed that the tank man was a 19-year-old workman from Beijing named Wang Weilin. That particular investigation hit a dead end, however, as there was no solid evidence to back up this new claim. We can only hope that the tank man's identity will be revealed at some point in the future, when information is allowed to spread freely in Beijing, and the man himself, or someone who knew him, will step forward with the irrefutable truth.